Happy holidays, my friends! This is JB with a special holiday episode of JB Motivating from the 5280 with a very special guest. As you know, this podcast normally focuses on positive motivation and self-improvement. But since this time of year is absolutely my favorite, I am going to share with you some of my favorite holiday movies. Welcome back, my friends. Happy holidays. I hope that this time of year has been spent with friends and family and those you feel the most loved and yourself around. I'm coming to you from my home in beautiful yet quite snowy Denver, Colorado, on your favorite podcast platform. This special episode is inspired by my favorite time of year, Christmas time. As my special guest will agree, I have always loved this time of year. For possibly one main reason, that Christmas Eve is my birthday. And I was pretty fortunate as a child to have a visit from Santa quite often as a child um, showing up at my house on my birthday. So I can't say that too many people get to have that happen. Um, you might have you know, gifts from Santa on Christmas Day, but you normally don't have him show up at your house. So... You might be wondering who is my special guest. Well, it is actually none other than my sister, Megan. Um, we were supposed to be joined by our mom, but unfortunately, I I passed on the stomach bug to her when I was in Kansas City for Christmas, and she is resting and recovering. So here's to a speedy recovery for our mom. Uh, so welcome, Megan. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining so we had originally planned to do this in Kansas City, but I said, as I said, I got sick while I was in Kansas City, so we could not do that at that time. So now we are doing it remotely. Megan is safely back in Los Angeles um, after a um, questionable uh, attempt to get on a flight this morning that thankfully did happen. Um, so she's very lucky to be back home in her home. So. Um, so outside of the Hallmark Christmas movies, which of course everyone loves, you're typically sappy and same premise for pretty much every single movie. Um, what would you say are your top five Christmas movies? I know I personally um, have way more than five, but I had to narrow it down um, or it would be chatting all night. So they can be old, new remakes or originals. So Megan, what would you say are your top five. Okay. I agree with you. Trying to get, break this down to five is really difficult, but my top five are number one coming in at love actually. Uh, then we've got elf Christmas vacation, the holiday and Santa Claus. I would have to have agree. Any, yeah. The same. Um, most of the, I mean, a lot of those are the same um, for me. I had Elf, A Christmas Story. Can't forget A Christmas Story. Um, I watched it, what, I think three times before you woke up on Christmas, <laughs> before you came down. Sounds about right. And then um, we've already watched it at least one more time since I've been back in Denver. So National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, of course, because who doesn't love a chaotic Christmas? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. 
And then I like Miracle on 34th Street, the Natalie Wood version, because I kind of like the original. Love Actually is a great Christmas movie. Uh, Santa Claus is great. Like I watched, I've already watched that. Um, there are so many, there's so many good holiday movies. So it's, it's really is hard to narrow it down. Mom, interestingly enough, she had told me her top three because for some odd reason she couldn't think of five. <laughs> she had Miracle on 34th Street, the Natalie Wood version. It's a Wonderful Life. And then Home Alone, which I thought was interesting that she picked that as one of her favorites. I have watched that as well. I prefer Home Alone 1 and 2. I have um, didn't care for 3. And then I actually did recently watch last year the kind of updated with the new um, some new characters on the Home Alone they did for Disney+, Plus, which actually was quite good because they brought back a few um, original characters. Yeah, Home Alone is a classic. I, I love that one, too. I watched it just the other night. But for me, yeah, I mean, just thinking of, like, mine, you know, Christmas Vacation, it takes me back to growing up when, thankfully, we never had any power outages or any issues with lights or, thankfully, I mean, I did get shocked many times at Kendall's by turning on their Christmas lights, but... Kendall, who, by the way, is one of my best friends. But, you know, it, it still tells a good story. It's a good family, you know, movie. You know, kind of the craziness of family and how you can bring it all together. I um, mean, with the end, even with all chaos. Christmas Story is just such a classic. The good old leg lamp. And I was, my mom and I actually were fortunate enough to see A Christmas Story, the musical, in Kansas City, actually, before it went to Broadway. So that was kind of fun. It was very interesting to see how they were going to make that into a musical, but they did actually quite a good job. They even had a leg lamp song. So um, it was it was something. But Elf, love Elf. Oh, my gosh. Like you and I spoke, were talking the other day, you know, it's a nice tribute back to, you know, the um, original, like, you know, classics of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the claymation Christmas movies that we're all familiar with as a kid. And, you know, I read the other day that there was, you know, I think it was Jim Carrey was the original choice for Elf. And it's just, can't I can't even imagine him being in that role. I don't think it would have been as good if Will Ferrell hadn't played that role. Um, I agree. I think Elf is one of those movies that you can watch a million times. Um you can catch it in the middle. You don't need to start from the beginning. And every time you just get get sucked in and get another laugh. Oh, most definitely. And I think what's been fun this holiday season is that I've been catching on TikTok all these different little aspects that you might not have known about some of these movies that they um, are kind of learning now. You know, that and I, I, I think I mentioned this to you the other day about Christmas vacation and the family scene when they're all coming when the um i just forgot the aunt and uncle's name when they came into the house there actually was an earthquake that happened during filming mm -hmm. and that they said that if you watch really closely you could actually see the camera moving what's kind of crazy is that they didn't reshoot that they just left it as is i mean i guess if it had been really jerky they probably would have reshot it but well and, and it it's funny because you know some of these holiday movies have nods back to other movies, as you mentioned. Isn't it um, the guy from A Christmas Story in Elf? 
He is. He is Ming the Elf in um, Elf. Yeah. Um, well, and then like Home Alone, they have a whole theme of red and green throughout the entire, like the house is all decked out in red and green. Clothing attire is red and green. Um, they did it because, as we know, red and green are typically the colors of Christmas. Um, and I learned this through a quiz on, I think it was on Facebook, that silver and gold are the other two most common colors. That's why um, there's that old um, song, Silver and Gold, is part of the reason that they... So that's why that, that song was kind of probably created. As the, those are the four main colors of Christmas, red and well, green and silver and gold. And if you look at all of the key art, or I'd say 95% of the key art for Hallmark movies, one of the main characters is in red and one of the other characters in green. And they've Sticking definitely taken the theme. lead. Yeah, they've definitely taken the lead on that. And now all of these other channels have tried to mimic what Hallmark has been so successful on and all of their Hallmark movies, including which I even watched while um, sick on the couch at, in Kansas City was one of the holiday movies that Discovery Plus had put together with one of the um, HGTV stars. So, um, and there's, I, I think I even told you, I said it looked very much like a Hallmark movie because of all the decor and even just how everybody reacted, you know, how they were acting in the movie. So, yeah, um, I think they're, was it fit for Christmas that you saw? I think so. No. Was it with Am Amanda Clutes? No, I saw the one with, um, well, it was Ben and Aaron Napier who were from HGTV. No. So, um, but yeah, they have, they also had Amanda Clutes had a, um, holiday movie this year that but easily could have fit on Hallmark channel. Yeah, they've set a pretty high standard on what Hallmark or like what Christmas movies should be and what people enjoy. I mean, like I said, they're all pretty much the same. They all have, you know, but in the end, well, they have somewhat of the same premise, you know, small town, you know, someone from big city goes back to a small town or what, you know, um, fall in love, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, but in the end, it's always a good story. And it's just, it's funny because. I think they've done a good job of, you know, encompassing a small town. They're not always correct on what small towns look like, um, as depicted by Littleton, Colorado, a few years ago um, by the Hallmark Channel. They said it was in the mountains. It's definitely not. It's about a half, like 20 minutes south of where I live. Um, we're definitely not in the mountains. But, um, yeah, no, it's always... Just I don't know. I think for me, Hallmark movies always are just kind of they're the feel good movies, and I think that's what's so good. I think why probably some of your favorites as well as mine, or you know, they just make you feel good, and I think that's the whole point. You know, definitely. I think it's about tradition. It's about feeling good, and I think that different ho different holiday movies bring different um, benefits to you. So. Well, the Hallmark movies give you just feel good. They're very predictable. It's all about, you know, woman from big city ends up in the small town, you know, marrying, you know, ends up, you know, falling in love with the guy that ends up 
amazingly being rich or having, you know, being a prince. Um, but it all ends up happy. Um, and it's nice because you don't have to watch every movie all the way through. You can kind of catch that movie and then, um, and then, you know, go on to the next movie without needing to see each one finish. I remember mom said, while we were home, wait, I've got to see how this one ends. And jokingly, I said, well, I can tell you it's no different from the last movie that you watched, but that's okay. Um, that's what people want. But I do think um, you get different things from the older movies, you know, like the Miracle on 34th Street. Um, they give you that nostalgia. Even a Christmas story gives you the nostalgia. While it's not as old, it you know is, is set in an earlier time. Um, and then you've got the more recent movies that are very family friendly and Home Alone, Elf, Christmas Vacation. Some of them push it a little bit, but it's um, you know you've got the comedy element there. You can watch it safely with the whole family. Um, then you've got another group of holiday movies that are pushing not really quite kid-friendly. You've got the holiday, Family Stone. It's a little bit more adult content. Um, and then you've got the ones that kind of push it even further. Um, and Love actually kind of teeters on this. I remember the first time I sat down to watch that with mom. I thought, you're going to love this movie. It is my favorite holiday movie. Well, I forget that like they're filming an adult film. Um, some of the scenes you don't feel so comfortable watching it with your parent. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also then made the bad mistake of suggesting bad Santa for the next movie, which was much worse. Um, yes, that's very much worse. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then you've got um, bad mom's Christmas. So you've got this group. that's a little bit more raunchy in the content. Um and so it kind of has something for everyone. And then you've got the, the classics like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I mean, I, you know, will reference the land of misfit toys all the time. Um, and then you look back at those and it's an adult and you're like, oh, okay. Maybe there's some points that were a little bit more adult content, kind of like what, um, what the Pixar movies do well, where it's, as an adult, you can see a little bit more layered, but it's fun and family friendly works with the kids. Um, and so they've got that. And then, you know, the frosty, the snowman, all of those, you can sit down and watch as a family. Um, but the, my, the other thing that is my favorite thing to watch during the holidays. And I found it this year on Peacock is the SNL Christmas special. Oh yes, you're yeah. I've I haven't watched that in forever. Um yeah, it's pretty entertaining. It's funny because thinking about something like a Christmas story and I think I, I don't know if um I think I've told you this before but like one of the things Denver does which is I think is really cool during the holiday season they've done it I don't know how for how long since I've only been here you know um about 8 years is that they do a Christmas parade during Christmas time. And it's like right at the big, you know, and it's right in the heart of, the, you know, December. And it's just kind of funny because looking at a Christmas story, that reminds me of when they have the little parade that they're going to right before they see Santa. That made me that because of a Christmas story, 
that's what I reflected on when I saw the Christmas parade here. I was like, oh, that reminds me of a Christmas story. And I was like, oh, that's so cool that they actually do that. Um, I mean, who would have thought that, it, you know, but people love it. People come, they don't, you know, they don't care um, how cold it is. People get their hot chocolate or their coffee or whatever it might be. Freeze their tail off. You know, we definitely spent a few years going and freezing our tail off, but um, it's kind of part of the holiday experience. I think it is kind of with putting up Christmas lights outside, freezing, falling off the ladder, right? Like I did one year. Um, it's just putting out the luminaries when it's freezing cold. You just kind of, I think for me, it's the end result. It's what it looks like. It's how, you know, um, the feeling. I mean, as much as it's, at times I used to kind of not like putting the Christmas lights up a few times at our old, at our old house growing up. I just love the look and I just love how everything, you know, was when if everything got done. So it was just kind of pretty, just kind of the, um, <laughs> like the chaos of Christmas this year and amazing how everything was what cleaned in a flash <laughs> by the time we had Christmas dinner, it kind of blew my mind. I was like, did that really happen? How did we get that done so fast? But I think it's just this, you know, it's kind of the spirit of Christmas and just trying to get everything, you know, to be set calm and set peace. But, um, you know, it's funny. It's funny living in California where it's so warm. Um, I think they, I was talking to friends that said it was 75 on Christmas and I've never spent Christmas here, but I do think, um, it is a little bit harder to get in the spirit for me where it's warm and it doesn't feel cold. However, after driving through the <laughs> what, Nordic, whatever it was, um, maybe 75 isn't so bad. Yeah, that was awful. Um, but we made it safely. So that's all that we matters. Um, yeah, it is hard for me. Like I've seen friends who go to like Florida or, you know, or, Mexico or wherever for Christmas. And they're like, Oh, we got to get to the warm weather. And it's like, it's not Christmas to me. Like, it's hard for me to watch, even if they're filming a Hallmark Christmas movie when it's 70 degrees outside, <laughs> like it still has snow, like snow on the ground. And it has that Christmas feel. Um, I mean, I think everyone just recognizes Christmas as being snowy. Um, that it's just like, you know, everybody wants, I mean, White Christmas is a good movie. Um, it's in kind of probably my top 10. It's also maybe one of the longest Christmas movies um, at over two hours. But like you were saying the different genres, like the different types of, you know, the holiday movies and like Family Stone is a great story. But um, I still remember when I watched it that first time, it was like, all right, that was really good, but really sad. But it was a good point. It was a good I mean, it was a good family, you know, family. I mean, funny thing, it's a good adult family movie, I guess I should say. Yeah. And definitely well, not young, younger to watch it. And but. It's, it's funny because there's also those movies that are debatable where they're not Christmas movies. They're just set at Christmas, like Die Hard, Gremlins. They're yes. not really about Christmas. They're just. Oh. Yeah. And I got in a discussion the, with with Dave's best friend about Die Hard. No, it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. I said, 
And I saw something the other day that, or listened to a thing that Bruce Willis even said, it's not a Christmas movie. So if your lead actor in the movie said it's not a Christmas movie, it's not a Christmas movie. But yeah, I each their own. I mean, I I can tell tell you, I think I've seen Die Hard maybe twice, three times. Like I wasn't that impressed with it. I'm not a big action movie person, anyway. So that's not my yeah. main focus of you know genre. So yeah, I haven't watched it in years, but I I do. I did realize I didn't watch any of the classics this year. I didn't watch White Christmas or Miracle on 34th Street. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, hopefully, in the next few days, we'll probably watch them. Um, who knows? Well, well the good thing like- is some of them are still there, I know, like on Netflix and stuff. And then we own, like, some of the movies. So, I mean, Monday or yeah, Monday night I watched um, – Oh my gosh, Wizard of Oz, which just makes me chuckle being in Kansas and watching Wizard of Oz. But um, but just even fun things learning about that movie that you know over the years and that her ruby slippers really weren't red. They, I mean, it's just interesting. There are certain things in that movie that you think, like she, the wit, Wicked Witch of the West actually caught fire, like really did catch fire in that opening scene, like when she first appears or actually when she's going away and Wait, what color were the slippers? They were more, I think, like a burgundy or something. They weren't really bright red. Like, they were, because of the technical, like, the color, they had to make them a certain way. So, um, I think they call them the ruby slippers, but the way, I think if you look, where I think they're the Smithsonian or somewhere, they're not really the color you're really expecting them to be. It's uh, funny. I don't know if this is true, but I remember thinking and i still think this so i could be wrong that the reason that they the first part is in black and white and then it goes into um color was yes because they go to oz or they you know go into the dream but um i also thought it was because they were making black and white movies at that point and that's when they started making color film I don't know if I just always thought that because somebody told me (laughs) or if that's the truth. I'm not really sure. I'm not sure, but I, I mean, it definitely was a time where there weren't that many color movies out. I do know that. Mm -hmm. Um, By the way, friends, um, if you didn't know, my sister is actually, she's been in research and television for (laughs) many years in Hollywood. So she knows a lot about, kind of the history, like how things kind of work and how they do things. So it's kind of fun hearing her, um, I would say expertise on, you know, I, I definitely say I watch TV shows and sometimes movies in a different way because of what I've learned, um, from her. So, um, I definitely catch things probably more than I used to even more. So now to watch an older movie, like you, I might see a mess up you know, that they didn't, you know, try to hide or um, that you may not even see like on a TikTok or someone saying, oh yeah, they messed up in here. That's why this is this. Um, Like I heard in Home Alone that you see Kevin buying mac and cheese at the grocery store. And then when he's in the house and they're running through the house, when the burglars are in the house, it's a just like a Swanson's meal. It's not a mac and cheese. 
Hmm. Now, the funny thing is when I watched Home Alone recently, I didn't see it. I wasn't paying attention because so I, I was so engulfed in the movie that I was like, oh, shoot, <laughs> I need to go back and rewatch that. So I'm probably, I'll, I'll probably watch it again um, just to see if I can see that mess up. But there are definitely some definite filming mistakes in that movie um, when you have like standing water and they supposedly just slipped and fell down, you know, on ice, you know, going down steps. It's like, how's that possible? <laughs> like, You can't slip on ice if there's puddles, but um, you know, well, good news. I don't think they're taking that down from Disney plus. So no, you can watch it. It's definitely there. So anyway, so, um, well, I think that is all we have. Um, thank you, Megan, for joining me. I appreciate Great. it. Um, it's been fun. Thanks for having me. Um, so this is, um, again, JB from JB motivating from the 5280. Um, I know that Christmas is, may have passed, but it is completely fine. Just like I'm going to do to search out and watch even some more of your holiday f- favorite movies. Um, honestly, you can watch them as much as one any time of the year, but you might look a little weird if someone, your roommate or friends walk in, you're watching a Christmas movie and like, you know, April, May, June. Um, so maybe just watch them until, you know, maybe the new year. Um, but especially if they hold a place, you know, a special place in your heart, you know, it makes you feel good. There's nothing wrong with feeling, you know, with feeling good and, you know, things that make you feel good. I mean, we're getting ready to start a new year. So what better way to feel good going into the new year? So the new season, just so you know, season five will be starting airing in January after the holiday season. And so stay tuned for details on all of the social media channels for JB Motivating from the 5280. Happy holidays and happy new year. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>